comedy is timing. <laughs> Tonight, <laughs> the comedians on South High, very funny podcast, go north to join us on Whiskey Business. I've said this before on previous podcasts, at least I think I have. I haven't chosen my professions in life so much as, as they have chosen me. When I was uh, in my late 20s, I was an investigator. Something that we always say we're going to talk about on Whiskey Business, but we haven't yet, and we will someday. But I used to go to stand-up comedy clubs to relax and chill out. I used to go to open mics just to watch. And then one day I got the idea that maybe I could do it. And I went up there and I, I tried to do three to five minutes. And I, for the most part, bombed miserably. But I did get a couple of laughs and that sunk into my veins, as a lot of comics will tell you what that feels like when they get that, that first laugh. So I went back two weeks later and I won the competition. And then... Uh, a couple weeks later, I went to some other clubs and started doing the open mics. That was in 1989. In 1990, I got paid for the first time in a competition. I said, I got to do a wide shot. The Johnny Walker, the Johnny Walker comedy here, here. competition. Look at that. In February 9th. Of 1990. Five, six, 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 nine, 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 my foot was always in the water for those 30 years. And doing stand-up, I won that competition, won the $500, and immediately got 13 weeks of work at all the funny bones that were up and operating at that time. Actually got booked twice. So I had 26 weeks of work all of a sudden. So I went from an investigator to a stand-up comic. Actually, I did both for about a year and a half, but then eventually just dove in and did stand-up. Why do I tell you this story? Because tonight on Whiskey Business, I have the pleasure of having comedians on South High, which is a, a, a hysterical podcast, which I've had the pleasure of being a guest on, and I said, we've got to do the quid pro quo. You've got to come on mine as well, and they have. And tonight on Whiskey Business, we have Jason Banks, Bobby Dodds, and Jared Belinsky from Comedians on South High. The only one missing is Kenny Mock, who is cruising as we speak. Yes? Yeah. He's yeah, cruising. Yeah. When I say cruising, he's on a cruise ship. Yeah. Out to sea. Out to mm -hmm. sea. Performing, not, yeah. not vacationing. Not yeah, no, 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 because Kenny's not that successful yet. Where you just go, <laughs> go on cruises. Before we get into everything, and it's going to be fun tonight. It really is. We got to do a little bit of business. Can't do the podcast without, of course, on the audio side, Mr. Greg Hansberry. Yes. Yeah. Reminding Thank you, you to check out all the social medias on a regular basis. That's right. Follow us on uh, Instagram, Facebook, Twitter. Um, also, uh, subscribe on your favorite podcasting app, which uh, now available on iHeart uh, Podcasting. Yeah, as that? well as well. We're, I heard so as well. We're like uh, the evil empire. Is that what they say? Uh, they call it the evil yeah. empire. Well, I don't know. But uh, if yeah. we're on there and people that's where people go, then it's not so evil. Yeah, okay, yeah. fair enough. Um, um, yeah. We also videotaped this, and uh, you'll talk about it a little bit, but we're, we're recording the show down in uh, Dino's uh, poker room. Yes, a little, different, a little bit of a different before. venue tonight to accommodate the fellas. Uh, yeah. But uh, you can see Johnny's uh, videotaping this. Uh, so uh, our YouTube channel, Whiskey Business with Dino Tripodis. Mm -hmm. Subscribe right there. And then after you subscribe there's a little bell icon you click on that bell and then you can set up notifications oh. so that like whenever Johnny puts up a new video I didn't know about boink. the bell you it's never there. mentioned the bell. Before. I know. I haven't. I've. I, it's, a, it's a new buzzword. The bell. I've been hearing people talk about the bell. The bell. The All bell. Right. So click on the bell. Click on the bell. And of course, the video side of things, Mr. John Whitney, who takes care of us. There he is. The, <laughs> the, the, the the classic thumb as well. And our guest bottle tonight. And I picked this one uh, because um, uh, comics, comedians, if you will, are are somewhat what I call oratory rebels. They can be, you know, depending on what they talk about on stage. So tonight our guest bottle is Rebel Yell, 100 proof 
Rebel Yell from Lux Road Distillers. Um, uh, I've had this before. Despite the name, I'm going to tell you right now, it's not going to knock you over. I think it's more of a whisper of a whiskey, despite the fact that it's 100 proof. I don't know how much you guys drink whiskey on a regular basis, but uh, uh, for the, for 100 proof whiskey, the nose is a little light to me. Jason, do you ever experience whiskey? Do you, can, you, can you pick up on the nose and the palate? No, I can't. I, I drink I drink Jamison a lot, but that's it. But uh, how can you tell me that this 100 proof is a whisper? <laughs> right. David, is David for real? I was say. Look, when you drink as much What's whiskey that? as I have, yeah, it's you expect you see a hundred proof. You expect something to knock you on your ass, both from a nose and a palate and a finish. If you drink a lot of whiskey, and the nose is is it's okay, and the palate, yeah, it's nothing to write home about. But it's like, it was it was smooth. It tastes good. It's drinkable. As what the should kids it say? Yeah. This is the, this is the thing. I don't know anything about what you guys nose and palates. What should it? What should I? What am I looking for? I'm not a very sure. You're looking for what you like. I mean, it's like a it. weeded. It's a weeded bourbon, so you're gonna pick up a, a little bit of vanilla, a little okay. bit of oak and wheat, of course. And the finish, eh? Like I said, nothing memorable or lasting. Usually with a hundred proof whiskey, you can taste it for a while longer mm-hmm. while it's in there. But this one kind of disappears quickly. But for twenty bucks a bottle. Um, Ah, now you're talking. Oh, now you're talking. That's what's that's trying to make it. So this is what's that's crazy. That's the real reason. The whole time you were showing this bottle, I was just thinking in my head, I wonder what type of guests we are. And to, to know where you pulled this off. Yeah, like, yeah like, I, I mean, I had me that. thinking. I get that. You see, you're thinking, oh, because I got you guys, guess. I'm going to go with a $20 bottle. Yeah, no, I picked it. Whore. I picked it because I thought Rebel Yell. I was thinking, like I said, comics sometimes are oratory Rebels, yeah. depending on what they talk about, which is one of the things we're going to talk about tonight. We're going to talk about uh, comedy. On, on Instagram, it says risk takers, rule breakers, and noisemakers. There you go. There you go. Rebel, so yeah. Right, right. Yeah. Rebel, yeah. That's you guys. So you see, yeah. so I got it more for the for the theme yes. as opposed. I'm I'm not disappointed that it was only twenty bucks. Yeah. A bottle. <laughs> listen, we'll drink two that, that makes feel better. I can't I can't take my wife out. And then all of a sudden she's like, "Are we getting champagne?" I like, I was gonna get champagne, but with that purple dress, I thought you was more of a grape Smirnoff. So I, I figured I'm gonna get you something like that. Like she gonna see past that. She, she gonna be like, "No, you spent three dollars on this damn grape." Well, Smirnoff. I remember when I came down to do comedians on South High. You guys had a bottle of Four Roses. And that was nice. And that retails for about thirty-eight a bottle. Yeah, so, we thought you was eighteen dollars more expensive than eighteen you more think dollars. We are, so, so, yeah, so we do what we can. You tried to impress me. I'm not trying to impress y'all. I'm just <laughs> happy no. that you're all here. <laughs> and we're missing Kenny Mock. And what's what's kind of cool is that everybody, with the exception of Jared Belinsky, uh, uh, Jason, Bobby, and Kenny, have all done the premise. Mm-hmm. which is uh, getting ready to have another installment on February the 20th at Shadowbox Live. And each one of you separately have just killed it. Each yeah. one of you has, has has just destroyed the room every time we did it. And it's a kind of a different setup as far as a podcast goes. Yeah. But you guys were the guest comics. You didn't compete. But you, and Jason, you did the very first one. Yeah. yeah. And I don't want to tell anybody this, but I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to share it right now because we did not know exactly what we were getting into financially. You got paid the most. I sh- yeah, I should have. <laughs> yeah, here you go. Here you go. It makes sense. No matter, he don't even know the other he people on the show. The yeah. know. I, took, I did. I did. Now we split the door, and I paid you out of my own pocket. Yeah, as you should have. I appreciate that. But let me ask you this. Now, yeah. this is going back to the show, right? So how long of a set did I do? I forget. Uh, we asked that you guys do between 7 and 10. I think you did about 10 minutes. Oh, is that all about 10? Cause you know what's crazy? So no, this is on YouTube. Do you know? I found this out through Funny Bone. I don't know how they do this. So the Funny Bone, I noticed they used to play uh, my laugh tracks clips. Right. So if I was headlining and you went to buy tickets, you would see my clips from which True is TV. a great clip, man. Right. But with right, hell yeah, it's a great clip. Appreciate you. That's why you pay me so much. <laughs> now the thing is, they somehow they pull my name from YouTube, uh-huh. and they play every YouTube video that has me in it. That's what all that's up there. So then it starts showing the premise. Video. Oh, nice. That's good. That's no, good. it's not. Well, it's good for it's you. It's good for us. It's not yeah. good for me. I don't want to, I don't want to watch all my whole act before I go on stage. But oh, then it started pulling my first time on stand-up. It's not even my video. Some girl recorded that I worked with back at Target. And now that's up there. So 
I don't even know. I don't. I don't know. What I, no, that, I, I do know. I figured it out actually. You, you, think, you think that's too much of you? It, no, it's you fine though. I figured out what I could do. The, the funny bone said you can actually request. You just got to go to each funny bone though. But every time I want one, I could just request a video I want, and they could just loop that. If not, it just loops all mm-hmm. the YouTube stuff that finds well, me. John Whitney made a mention because didn't you, uh, Johnny? Didn't you put something? Uh, there? I, I was saying Jason's videos up to a thousand. I was wondering why. Yeah. Ah, uh, uh, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. They checked that. Yeah, uh, yeah. So they click on it because. <laughs> Nobody really likes you, just that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Back to back to back. Well, everybody's going on the funny bones looking at it. There. Yeah, yeah, I mean, no, so it no. was watched, but it was they're, being they're watched. Funny bones. No, but you know, it's it's actually a good thing because I should just it should just drive me to write more material so that old material just mm-hmm. stays up there anyway. I feel yeah, like I was I'm, talking to somebody the other day. Like I, I went and saw somebody, and uh, I I looked him up on YouTube, and and, and it, granted, it was an older gentleman. And I looked him up on YouTube, and and I, I saw some of his bits. Well, then he did the same bits on stage. I'm going like, well, yeah. yeah I mean, yeah. you know that. So, what do you expect? I mean, yeah, a lot of people. Some people actually come to a club to want to see those bits live. Yeah, yeah you know, you're to right. see them in 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 their true That's form. Play the hits. Yeah, play. See the see a the lot hits of people are still under the misconception that comedians just up there making shit up though too. So yeah, they don't realize it's a rehearse, rehearse, rehearse. But that's the beauty of it. I mean, if you're really good, it does look like yeah, it, like it, should, it does it look like you're just kind of yeah. comfortable and it making should make it up everybody as you go feel like on. they can do it. And then when they mm-hmm. get up there and they just bomb and it looks horrible then they know I'll say this is art this we're is talking art. with uh, Jason Banks Bobby Dodds and Jared Belinsky Comedians on South High is a fairly new podcast but it's taken off in a big way I mean and, and I get why because I'm a fan I download it I listen I subscribe uh, I just listened recently to the to the one with Junior Junior, uh, which <laughs> I, I thought that was a great was show. a great show I thought that was, was a, a great, great show. show and I got some questions I got some questions based on the most recent podcast I heard but I'll get to those later what I want to talk about uh, out of the get-go is uh, you formed this podcast, you got together, and collectively you all have comedic experience. When did you actually start doing comedy, Jason? What year was it? Do you remember? Uh, I want to say it was 2006. So not that long. In, in, yeah, yeah. In, in comic years. Yeah, 2006, but I will say I definitely stopped for three years. When I, I want to say 2006 to 2010, had did, kids and didn't did, do it for three years you straight. You, when you say you stopped... You stopped going to clubs, or nah. you, you didn't. You didn't go on stage at, at all. all. At all. How did that? Did that? Did I don't that, know. Did it hurt you? Did it? Did it? Did it no. bother you? I don't know if it bothered me. I had I had twins. I was busy. Mm-hmm. Uh, so no, because when I went back, it, I just kind of went right where I left off. Picked up where yeah, you left off, and yeah. was it hard? No, or, 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 or was it just no, like? No, I, I went to an open mic. I had just as much fun, and then I uh, jumped in this competition at the Funny Bone and won the competition and started working at Funny there Bone. There you go, yeah, man. yeah. yeah. So, well, that definitely boosts your confidence. You win a competition, yeah. and everybody, because everybody, everybody looks at the winner. Nobody looks at the guy who came in second mm. too much. Bobby Dodds, when did you start doing it? I started doing comedy in uh, December two thousand nine in Toledo, mm. Ohio. Um, I was there. I was there for like a year. <clears throat> Came to Columbus and just been here ever since doing comedy. So about 10 years. And I, I stopped for like a year or two when I got to Columbus. I was still I was still trying to get out. But, you know, you have kids that have a new a wife. You know what I mean? You got stuff. You got, I had to get a job and all that stuff. Am I allowed to shit? You know what I'm saying? You can say and, uh, Yeah, let yeah. me say it. <laughs> and so, you know, so I did stop for like a year. You know what I mean? But I've, I've been going strong ever since. And I've seen both of you on stage, but I've never seen you on stage, Jared. I have never been on a stage. <laughs> never been nah. on a stage? Well, no, not, no. I'm not, not comedically I've, I've been speaking. on one with a broom once or twice. So yeah. Yeah. So, are you but, the brainchild uh, behind Comedians on South High? Well, me and me and me and Banks are the we 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 kind of got together and, and and put it together. And what uh, possessed you? What what made you think that this would this would be a good thing? Jason Banks. Jason Banks. So, so. Well, I knew him through. Uh, I I just so happened to be a, a part owner in five one one South Media Channel five one one dot com. Right. Uh, my partner uh, Stephen uh, Palmer, attorney at law, and uh, Jason came in my store. And I knew him through uh, through through through. Uh, when you uh, say your store, Advanced Vapor in West okay. Five Three Six South High, South, High. <laughs> <laughs> South State Street, Westville, Ohio. That's the rebel yell getting to me right there. Right, exactly. The Already a whisper. And no, actually, I, I went to him because I thought he needed a show, and I was talking to him about it. And then he was like, "Aren't you going to be on the show?" And I was like, "Why would I be on the show?" 
And he was like, in the end, he's like, I'll, I'll do the show if, if, if you're on the show. But it's and, interesting because I'm the host. You, you do, you, you're the host, but you do take a, a, a back seat to the, to the guys, and you, but you do facilitate it. So, yes. And, and I, th- I find that very admirable, you know, <laughs> because you realize what you got. You got three very funny guys that know, you know, what the hell they're doing and can carry an hour plus on any given podcast on any given day. So. That's why we do the cold openings. We we had tried different openings, right? Yeah. But we they come in. I got to turn the mics on, and sometimes, man, you catch it's, magic. It's it's you get the lightning in the bottle. So now I'm trying to mic the whole room, so, we're not just <laughs> the table. so that when they walk in and start talking, I'm getting them. The other day we were leaving, and Banks like, "You coming?" I was like, "Yeah, I got to download this." He's like, "Download what?" I said, "I got the whole room hot now." <laughs> I was like, "And because we were talking about it earlier, these guys were sitting down, and he was writing a joke. We didn't have the mics hot." And it was good. And if we'd had the mics hot, then they could have gone back because we were, they didn't write anything down. And I still don't know the main line in it, but it was a good joke. Uh-huh. And sitting around watching these guys is impressive. Uh, going on the roads with them and watching them do it, you know, it takes a lot. I've been a stand up comedy fan for a long time. Uh, I used to live at the Continent. You know, the Continent. Oh, I remember the Continent. Well, well, that's, that's where we're in. My I, first open so mics I were. Would, the... I would go down there, and I knew the bartenders and everybody, and I'd get to sit in. So I would just go down there and watch. And that was one thing that I would see the same guy doing the same act over and over. But then I'd see him hit some nights on it, some nights I'd see it fall dead. Right. And and I remember one time I sat up front, and it was a comedian I really liked, and I literally got stage fright for sitting that close. You know what I mean? I was like, how could he do it? Because it was a full house, and I just, like I say, I was just a guest. I'm sitting here watching him perform, and for some reason, I felt the anxiety of, of being of having him come out. Mm. I, I worked in a private club for a long time, and I had to entertain people at tables, and when I was bartending and going through, so you got to have the jokes, right? Right, right, right. right but right. what is that? That's that's that that doesn't count. That's not what these guys are doing. That's not writing the jokes, performing like like Bobby said. You make it look like. You're making it up. Yeah, like, but you worked on it, walking up and down the road and going over with friends and, and coming back and then trying it before you get that joke to make it sound like it just was meant to be. Uh, speaking of jokes, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to test your memories, and I'm sure you know. I got bad memory, bro. No, but it's you so got to remember You got to remember the first joke. Oh, I can tell you, you that. tell you the first joke you both told on stage. Start with Jason. Oh. First joke you told on stage, and did it work? It was it was it a laugh right out of the gate and off you went or did yeah, you have I, to get to the second or third I, one before you got him? I, I think I, I think I got a laugh out the gate. I I have to I forget it. it you forget yeah. the first joke you ever did. I know I know it's about being skinny. <laughs> <laughs> I know I know something about I know I go on stage and say something to the effect of the first thing you notice about me is I'm skinny, but I I forget what the joke was. I know it was a it was a weird joke about um. Like having to pick on people's always like pick on someone your own size, right? And that kind of limits me down to women and children. <laughs> so I'm kind of like, what I look like busting in an elementary school, <laughs> interrupting nap time, like hush, little Jessica, don't say a word. <laughs> so no, they laughed, and we uh, and the rest of the the rest of the set was pretty stupid. I mean, I talk about weird stuff, but uh, I liked it. Well, you're gonna get, we're, I'm gonna get into that in a second. Bobby, remember your first joke? I laughed because he said his was about being small. Mine was about being a fat dude. And I remember that. <laughs> but I, I genuinely, I was sitting there trying to remember. I don't remember what it was about. I remember I, I said something. I tried to say something about working out. I think, but I did really well on my on my first set. But one of the, one of the jokes that I remember hitting really hard was uh again this was around 2009 and uh and I was talking about um uh Osama bin Laden and how he had to be how we were looking for him how he was a hide and seek world champion how we couldn't find him and I did this act out about how we had our guns drawn on him but he was on base, so we couldn't tell. I can't remember exactly how it was. But he was on base, so the guy was like, I, I got to clear something. He's right on base. So He's on base. He's safe. Yeah, so that was that. But that wasn't my first joke, but that was an early, early, early joke then. And you both had to start off, like I did, as as, as MCs. You had to, you know, you were the opening acts. Now, you start off on something. You you, you have an opening that, that just immediately warms up the audience and gets them laugh. You come up on stage. And you say, "Let me hear that again, you, one more time for me. One me more time again, for me, me, right? Yeah. yeah, and 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 that seems to be a good a good opening. Did you use that as an MC as well, right out of the gate? No, uh, 
or did you just come with that later? No, that that came later. I don't I don't know when. I think I just said that one time. They laughed, so then I wrote more to it. So that's why I do the whole like they cheer, like your parents cheer for you when you right, were right, right, learning right. how to use the potty. But no, I back in the day, I don't know what I used to walk on stage to. That's a great question. Because I, I remember when I did it, I used to when I emceed. I I, 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 it gets into the kind of the, the psychology of it all. As an MC, you wanna you got to set the table. Mm-hmm. You got to get their attention. And I remember when I first started going on the road. Uh, this is back when 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 there were still answering machines uh-huh. available, and I would go up with my little handheld uh, tape recorder, and I go, "This is the tape that goes into my answering machine." And I said, "We're going to record an answering scene," and immediately they're all focused, and I would say, you know, uh, and they would they would say something, you know, basic for the answering machine. Okay, okay, now just the women, and I would say, you know, say follow me and say, Dino is. So so fucking hot, you know. And right, they would yeah. laugh, and and then, but then, I had the whole room focused, yeah. And then I could launch into whatever joke I wanted to launch into to start off with, because as an MC, sometimes you know, that first joke, you know, you you got to get them, you yeah. got to set the table. And I was a great MC. In fact, I was so good of an MC that I almost, that almost prevented me from moving up. Yeah, because. How many shows have you been at where the MC has not been good? And like, okay, this, now and then you're the feature act. You know, before you're the headliners, you're the feature act, and now you got to start from ground zero mm-hmm. because the first M, the first guy didn't really give a shit about what he was doing up there, or just didn't do well, mm-hmm. right? I think that's what's happening with Kenny. I think he's becoming too <laughs> no, no. I'm thinking he's becoming too good of a host because I feel like he just picked up a, a lot of funny bone gigs, and I think they're kind of looking at him, going, "We need." We need him to kind of host some of these shows. Set the table. Like pretty soon, like Rick's not going to keep doing that shit. Dan's not going to keep doing it. So I think they need another kind of. What have you? What have you seen me over the years? You never knew me when I was headlining at the Funny Bone. You've always known me as a host of the mm-hmm. shows. Yeah, and I host them well. And it's a it's a talent. It's a gift. I mean, back in the day, back in the before any of us were on this planet i mean the host of a show was was kind of the and that's the mentality i take was kind of like this is my show these are my guests it was up to the host to set a nice table and i still have that mentality like here i am i'm your host i have to do a good job you have to trust me so you can enjoy the rest of the people that are coming up so if i fail on that on that first opening, and there've been nights where I felt like I failed, like I didn't set yeah. it up properly. I don't want to host anymore. No, that's right. I mean, it's okay because I didn't either. Yeah. So what'd you do to get out of MCing? Oh, when I was MCing, I enjoyed MCing. All right. So how'd you do to what'd you do to move up? Did you just get too hard to follow? Uh, I don't know. I don't know if I don't know if Laura brought it up or I just asked her when I could showcase. I think I asked when I could showcase, and I think it just took her a couple of days and she hit me up like, "Hey, you could showcase on." This date, and she gave me a date, and I went in and I showcased for her and Dave. And then, boom, you're not MCing anymore. Yeah, I knew I passed. Yeah, and I knew I passed the showcase before we even had this conversation because I was sitting out at the bar, and Dave came out to get me. So he comes out for this, you know, come talk and find out if you passed the showcase, if you're gonna feature or not. And uh, so people started saying something, and I remember him looking back at him, going, uh, "He's like, he's not gonna be too happy after I talk to him." And when he said that, I knew I passed. Like, there's no way he turns around and says this to all my friends and then takes me in the back and fails me. Like, yeah. why wow, he was hating this shit? Right? Yeah. Like, you got to pass me now. Yeah. And so, Bobby, what about you? You remember when you moved up? Um, mine was very informal, man. I, uh, I, I was very, um, I guess you can say, uh, forthcoming with my desire to wanting to move up. And I was kind of uh, like emailing and calling, like, yo, let me get it. And she didn't, you know, the, the uh, Laura, who he mentioned, didn't really know me. I didn't know her. And so I, I'm pretty sure I may have been coming off a little annoying, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But, you know what I'm saying? But probably, shut up. But, uh, <laughs> but I, kept, I kept at it. And she said, okay, well, let me get you. I got, I got some time for you. Somebody else is showcasing. I'll see what you got. Yada, yada, yada. And I went on, and I sh- I did really well. And she did, did, she was she even said she told me I was like she was like I was concerned with how how well the other guy was gonna do who we were actually showcasing. You know what I mean? To follow you, so I was right. like cool. So then they just started sending me places. You know what I'm saying? It's featured. You know what I'm saying? So, so that's yeah. a, that's a, that's a, real, real quick for us not comedy 
savvy dudes. Like how show. Can you, how can you not be comedy savvy? Well, well, You've been like with me for how many years? Well, I mean, I'm 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 being I'm playing uh, the yeah. dumb character because I'm well, I really know I really know. Uh, yeah, no. Uh, no, so the showcase. I mean, this is just you guys are just like trying out for the club manager to, to get a gig. Is that what that is basically? So so yeah, your showcase is going to well, at least for this for this yeah, funny bone. Just, they're gonna uh, basically let you come in do a 15 minute set. So you can start touring around to all their clubs. They booked twelve or thirteen clubs, right? right. And uh, start opening for the. So no longer do I have to go up and host for seven minutes and bring up the second act. But right, now I'm right, the second right, right. act. So now I get to just go up. Sure. And now you know you get all the extras, right? So now they're putting you up in the hotel instead of just because the host just, is the showcase yeah. just for like one or two people, or is it for the whole like a whole audience? Oh no, it's a whole audience. Okay, so you're okay, you're okay, doing okay. you're getting it on a random like now. I think they'll do it anytime. It could be when I I just headlined the Funny Bone and they had two showcases that went up before I went up and ended the show. So it was just a regular show. So they had a host and then two people came from out of town, did 15 minute sets, and then I went up and headlined and they took them in the back and either passed them or failed them. I don't know how it went. I'm guessing gotcha. they passed. They both seemed pretty funny. They were both good. Oh yeah, they you were there. there. Yeah, 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 I yeah. was there. What was the what was the guy's name? Uh, uh, Sam Obed. I'm gonna tell you, that he was guy, funny. That guy was funny. Yeah, that yeah. guy had a show. He did. And then Felicia was uh, yeah, the she, girl's name. Yeah. yeah. So I think now I was there with some some customers of mine in the Mako Hemp Company, and I was I was even explaining to them. Name dropper. <laughs> I mean, if you like that, you can stop by Advance Vape from Westerville. Um, <laughs> but I told them I was like I was like just so you know when you're watching the show, two people are applying for a job. And they're like, yeah. what do you mean? Because like you said, there's some people that, that they're just going to see a comedy yeah, show. Yeah, 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 yeah. I said, so as much as, as we want to enjoy it, they want us to enjoy it. Right. I was like, this right here is them. At the end, they're going to go back and be like, you know what? Maybe we'll do you again. Oh, but they had a good or, they had a good audience, though. Like uh, Sometimes, you, if you showcase usually, it, it'll, it might be listed. Back in the day, it was listed as a national showcase. So you would only get the free tickets and only have like 80 people in there. I performed for about 80, 90 people. I was headlining, we was able to sell tickets, and then we able to give out a promo code at the end, closer to the date, and had it almost sold out. There was people in the top balcony, so these people got the showcase in front of a packed crowd. Right. So they had they had a beautiful time. Yeah, they had, they had Shorty, they had the left answer. Yeah. She was, yeah. She was Does it matter to either one of you if it's a small crowd or a big crowd? I mean, do you prefer? I mean, obviously, you ever prefers a packed house because laughter is contagious and, yeah. and you're looking for laugh leaders. And, and I think the psychology of comedy is when it's a small crowd, someone's always afraid to be that 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 laugh that laugh leader, so to speak. But in a bigger crowd, you have a, a, a larger chance of, of that laughter starting to spread and everybody getting right. comfortable. I mean, uh, you just played. Did, have you both played Moe's? Yeah, up have, up yeah. up in Granville, mm-hmm. which I'm getting ready to do this this Saturday, and I'm nervous. No, don't, don't be. be. Moe's is against. against no, I'm nervous. I'm not, I, here's fun. why I'm nervous. Here's why I'm because I'm doing 45 minutes to whatever, and I've not stretched that that leg in a, in a while. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm upstairs, like like it's the like it's the early days again. I'm da- I'm upstairs writing down all the stuff. I want to try something. I want to do this new stuff that I wrote. I want to do which one of the old. First stuff of all, I, I feel like you're long winded, and I feel like you could easily get through forty. Minutes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like, you're just so comfortable around people, man. Like it's yeah. it's gonna be nothing. I can do. I, I can feel the time. Yeah, but um, <laughs> that's not the issue. But I'm saying I want to do one I, joke. Oh, <laughs> one long ass story. No, uh, you're gonna have a good ass time. And first of all, it's I feel like it's a, it's a well, of course it's Grandma, so it's a small little spot that got everybody comes for the comedy. Man. Yeah, it was we had uh, a good ass time, and I sold. I don't know. I sold probably the most merch I've ever sold in a bar setting. I should say. And you also had the most advanced reservations that they've had prior to an actual show on a Saturday. That comes with a name. Yeah, well, I'm saying uh, right now you you you, you, you <laughs> thank you, Jared. No, no, uh, <laughs> no. I, everybody I, else was I, like, this guy's cocky. I, I, I listen to the podcast and and with his tongue in cheek, and I, I assume it's in cheek because I'm listening to the yeah. audio portion of it. He on a on a regular basis. He always says that he's better than everybody else at the table. Yeah, hey. part of he, he claimed he be claiming he be joking, but a part of him mean yeah, that shit. Right. Yeah, a part yeah. of him mean that true. shit. There's truth yeah. in all the humor. I tell him all the time he's the funniest motherfucker. I know he don't ever want to believe me. But here's see what's crazy is I don't believe that. <laughs> yeah, no, but you I must think, a little bit. No, you must a little bit. I, you, you know what it is? I'll tell you what it is. Honestly, it's because 
I people they called me cocky. You understand? The funny bone wasn't the big fan of me. I didn't even know. Like in the back, they just were like, "Yo, he's cocky as hell." And I would, and I never realized. I was like, I always thought this shit was funny. Like I thought it was more funny to walk into the open mic before the show starts. They have this little where they go over jokes. So Dan will be up there, and they're all they'll all be sitting around. And if I go in there and like I make my interest known, if I say something stupid out loud, I guess all the servers would just take a look at you. So he's so fucking cocky. When in my mind, I was like, I. I thought it was funny. So then I had to change my whole act up. Not on stage, but just Off when stage. I go in the funny bone. Yeah, and just start talking to everybody. And then they finally came around like, no, nah, he's cool. But yeah, you used to come off as yeah. cocky. Yeah. But I just think it's funny. I mean, I think it's funny that way because it can be one of two things. It could be Bobby sitting there saying, hey, Jason, you're the funniest guy I know, man. Everything you say, I'm ready to laugh. And I can sit there and be like, well, I thank, I thank you. I appreciate that so much. You know, you're, or you be funny yeah. with it. Yeah, or I can just sit there and be like, yeah, that's expected. What do you I mean? You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. And when I listen most, to the podcast, you mentioned, funny, you mentioned yeah. I think, in fact, I'm on the most recent one. You say when you got a gig. When you got a gig and you can bring somebody with you, you try to either bring Bobby or Kenny with you. I do. On a regular basis. They never come. <laughs> well, yeah, you know what he does is Kenny. Kenny <laughs> does. Bobby always got some shit. I be <laughs> nigga takes care of his family and shit. I thought you got two daughters. You know what I mean? They can take care of each other, to be honest with you. How old are your kids? I got two. The two at home, I got three. So I- Bobby got an excuse, but I try to take Bobby on. I try to take Bobby I think and I'm, I'm, I think Bobby because Bobby says I'm the funniest guy though. I think Bobby is so funny to me that sometimes I don't even know if I really want to bring Bobby right. along with me. You know what I mean? Right. I feel like Bobby's right. going to take the club from me and I'm going to be I'm outside. Just, I, mean, the, I mean, there is that risk. I mean, they've they've made dramatic movies about <laughs> it where you know the the star brings along uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, somebody else and that and you know that somebody else rises higher and, and surpasses them, but. I'm curious. I'm curious about that because when you do comedians on South High, you're collectively all together doing the podcast. But, and be honest, be honest, because I know you guys will be. Is there a little bit of of a competitive nature or uh, uh, sometimes even a little bit of envy or even a little bit of jealousy when it comes to where you're at in your careers? With each other? With each other, yes. Oh, man. Not even the least bit. I uh, I was doing uh, so I got on on True TV through this guy that I auditioned for Bob Sumner. When like in 2008, I'm two years into the game, had no no reason auditioning for Def Comedy Jam, but drove to Cleveland and got his car, stayed cool with him. He put me on that. He put he let me do the Comedy Store. He put me on True TV four times. He came. He was coming into town. I try to get these three cats. I well, not three. I try to get Bobby Kenny, another cat that you don't know, on this show so bad to audition for this guy. And and even when the people wouldn't put him on, they were like, "No, it's cool. We already got the lineup." And I'm like, "But you're looking for the best comedians in Columbus, and I got two of the best comedians in Columbus." And I showed up. I showed up to that place anyway. Bobby couldn't come, but Kenny came and Keith Bender. The dude showed up. I went back and talked to the dude to get these cats on stage to perform for him and got him on stage so he could see him, make a showcase. And now mm-hmm. they're in contact with them. So I do anything. I if these cats got on, if these cats were on like Fallon or something, I'd be excited. I'm trying to ride Bobby's coattail. Like, I feel no, like- don't say that. Because here's the thing. Here's the thing. I'm just waiting on him, bro. I'm just kind of sitting back. Because like he said, honestly, bro, I'm like, like my family is taking precedent right now. And only because I'm just having so much fun. As a kid, I came up in, you know what I'm saying? I came up in really hard times. I didn't get the love that I felt like my mom should have gave me. My dad wasn't there. My mom was on some other shit. You know what I'm saying? She was fucked up with the whole war on drugs shit. So I was really kind of raising myself, and I didn't get the love I got. Now, I always told myself, man, if I grow up and could have a family, I got a beautiful wife, I got three beautiful kids, and I'm really, really, really just enjoying this time right now. So, I mean, I do comedy, and I, you know what I mean? Like you said, I did Moe's, and the funny bone fuck with me, and I get a little small corporate gigs from time to time that fuck with me you know what I'm saying and I do the podcast you know what I'm saying heavy but you know I I really sitting back and waiting for him to pop so that way I can just be his feature <laughs> and have the fun and get the money but, so when, bro, but, when, but when the tweet come out that somebody done fucked up and said something wrong it's his fault cause he the face that's what I'm saying it's his fault cause he the face he, he Kevin Hart I be spank all day I'm cool no, I was just I'm about cool. to say that I was like I'm, I'm like, cool I just wanna be a plastic cup boy yeah I'm cool bro I'm cool so Kevin Hart Kevin Hart got the plastic cup boys he yeah. takes it 
And there's you should a, see their tweets. They're despicable. <laughs> there's such there's such a crew that like Kevin Hart started. He would only go on shows to do interviews with them. Yeah. So like when he went on Wendy Williams, it, she wanted just to interview him, but it, no, she had to interview Kevin Hart and the Plastic Cup Boys, and he's all got these. And I want to be, I just want to be a Plastic Cup Boy, well, Bobby. I'm the Plastic I'll, Cup Boy. Well, from what I've seen of Jason Banks, that this is the guy you want on your David side. David Ruffin. This is David he, Ruffin. He, right is, he 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 takes care of his guys, and he's determined that they're with him. I mean. He, David Ruffin. So he's, so they're trying to say he's, he's you, a solid you, guy. You're a solid guy. I, I am solid a solid guy. guy, but I still will be rude to you <laughs> all the time, anytime I can. Uh, uh, I remember when uh, when when Gabriel he's, he's never he, been nice to me. Yeah, never, he ain't lying. No, you go everywhere with him. He's never been yeah, nice. When Gabriel nice. Iglesias was playing the funny bone, remember Gabe, Gabe, yeah, Gabriel? Yeah, yeah. Uh, the, the fluffy, 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 yeah, yeah. puffy, fluffy, whatever. Yeah, but he would come and he. Would have his, let's use that term, his plastic cup guys with him everywhere he went. He'd have the same opener and the same feature with him no matter where he went. In fact, when he was doing the funny bone back in the, he would they would come here after after those after the those nights and we'd to start this poker t- to this poker, poker table. Here we yeah. go. Oh yeah, I'm sitting oh, in, this, in Fluffy's uh, cup boys. No, I think I think uh, I think uh, Fluffy sat over there and Gabriel <laughs> sat over there and his other two guys and then. Whatever other entourage, there, there was it was a full table, and we would come after Saturday night at the Funny Bone after three shows. We would come here at two o'clock in the morning, and I made sure I had tequila, cause not not to not to perpetuate Racist. stereotype, but but you know, but they you know, and we would sit here and we play poker till five six o'clock in the morning. And the, yeah, this this table, this poker table where we're recording the podcast tonight in the poker room has seen. A lot of comics yeah. over the over the years that have come in here, feature acts that have come in and made uh, five five hundred dollars for the week and lost it. Lost it all. Yeah. <laughs> lost it all. I believe on a it. Monday. On a Monday, they made five hundred dollars on a Sunday. Came over here on a Monday night and before they went to 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 Wiley's in Dayton and and and, and we're going to has Wiley's. That, has that been open that long? What? Wiley's? Wiley's is the oldest comedy club in Ohio. Yeah. yeah. Wiley's was open yeah. for a long oh, time. Yeah, okay. Wiley's was a long, long time. That's sad. You mm-hmm. took that money, huh? You didn't give a damn. Well, you know, I mean, hey, man, you know, listen, I, cake to, and bake, what do you got to well, make that change? I, I don't lie. force them to play <laughs> poker and I don't uh-huh. tell them how to play poker. If you're a bad poker player and you're going to lose money here, you know, I've won, I've lost here. If you're going to lose play. money, I, I mean, would prefer see, you lose you, it to me. You can't see, I don't know if you saw the rules of the house that have been uh, uh, part of this for a long time, but rules of the house that have been established here since, uh, for for the, all the years we've played. Number one is got blow, you got to go. I don't want no cocaine in my house. On crack, don't come back. Got a gun, only if you're on the run, which I, I respect that because okay. I... I I have a concealed carry, and I understand that sometimes people be tripping. People, got, people <laughs> sometimes people got to be packing. Listen, Partake of liquor and brew; it's what we do. Uh, and number five, the Greek has final say. My house, my way. After reading those rules, do any of, the, any of you guys need to go now? Or are you, are you guys are cool. No, oh, I'm guys? cool. All right, I'm okay. Cool. They right. say nothing we, about weed. I'm all right. All requirements. Yeah. All right. There's actually there's actually ten rules, but the other five are are you know the board could only accommodate five. Okay. Um, uh, one of them was you. Uh, no. Uh, can't put your dick on the table. Because <laughs> all you took that away. You made that, had to make that rule because apparently somebody, somebody, did. Yeah. Somebody, somebody, somebody went all in and said, "I'm all in." I mean, I'm really all in. And he dropped his pants and put his put his dick on. And I go, "Okay, well, that's rule number six now. <laughs> that ain't happening no more." So yeah. I just want to know how these rules came about. Like, I feel like something happened and you had it. Each one. Yeah, well, rules. absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. absolutely. All those things happened. There was somebody on crack and I said, no, don't come back. And there was yeah, somebody, I, 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 somebody, I saw somebody doing a line. I go, no, not in my house. Uh, you know, I saw somebody, you know, they, they moved their, their coat back and I saw a gun. I go, why you got a gun? They told me, I went, all right, that's cool. Okay. You know, we were, they were on the run. Yeah. In fact, lamb. back in the poker game in its prime, and then a good word on the land, and in, in, in its prime, because well, we had a game here every Monday night for like fifteen years. There was a, it's not here right now, but there was always one taped right under here. Yeah, yeah. And there have been some people that have been through this house at this game, uh, that you know, all, all all walks of life have been in here. Maurice Claret. 
Are we allowed to say that? Do no, we're not allowed to say you're going to have to edit that one out. I will say this. I will say this. I will mark that down as an edit. I will, I will say that there was uh, a, a famous OSU player that came here when he shouldn't have been. And he came in with somebody who was putting him on the, on the not-so-right path, and I said, get him out. Yeah. Get him out. Was that, was that how the on crack? No, 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 no. It was right after the national championship. Chalmers on my seat, like Maurice. Right after the national championship. Palmer was, oh, yeah? Palmer was his right. attorney. Right after. I'd be like. My, my partner was, was and, and, and we've got him coming in on an interview. Who? Claret. Yeah, no. Yeah, because Palmer was his attorney. No, no. Uh, yeah. uh, as as, yeah, as nice as could it. be, you know, and I, I guess it's okay. You can leave it in there now. Well, I, I would say, well, like, he's are you, he's like uh, running for office or something? Like, why are we? Well, yeah, no, no, no. No, no. All right. I won't make you work hard. All right. There was, it was a time, it. In, it was a time like, in his young life. You where know, he was making some bad decisions. You don't want to fuck that. And, and, and the gentleman he was with was a very good friend of mine who also made some bad right. decisions in life. So it's more about your friend than, than and, Maurice you know, and, and he thought it'd be cool to bring Maurice to the game. And as soon as that young man walked in, you know, everybody at the table went, oh! oh yeah. And I went, oh. No. No, no, no. He probably was like 18. No, 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 no. That's I mean, cool. Bobby, who's the most famous person you had in your house? I don't know. Nobody ever famous. My big brother, probably. Yeah? Yeah, he doesn't he do, do anything. He works at FedEx. He's the most famous. You, you gotta yeah. understand what I was thinking. Like, at the time, I'm at, the, I'm at Sunday 95, and I'm the morning show host, and the last thing I need oh. is for... Uh, a star, literally, he won the game. He won the national he championship. The, yeah, he took the ball back. Yeah, yeah, he, he, that, yeah. yeah. he won it. Do you, you think I want... Was y'all just hanging or was y'all like recording doing the podcast? No, no, no. This is before podcast. This is just men And you didn't drinking, want him getting into trouble smoking. around you. I feel you. Men, Under your watch. Men of age yeah, who yeah. were allowed to drink. He wasn't allowed to drink. Yeah, yeah, and I, right. and, I, and, I, and I told my friend, I go... He go. He just wants to. He wants to sit in and play a few hands of poker. I said, I go. He can. He can. He can play. He can sit down for a couple of hands. But I don't want any alcohol in his hands. And once he loses his money, because he's going to, you know, <laughs> you guys go. It's it's short and it's sweet. He went all right. And he sat down and he played. He played badly. And he had a soda. And uh, and he left. He did not drink any alcohol. Was here. But still, in my head. I'm thinking, man, if something goes awry, oh, the headline, the headline if this goes on that. Yeah. This evening, yeah. The headline you know, the, on that, right radio there. Show radio show. Something did go awry. What did you, whatever you did, took him on the wrong path. Oh, whatever I did. I'm right? not sure what happened that day. What was it happening? It did not start to shut up. You see what we deal with? Our comedians on some high? Why there's always yelling and arguing? You're what we call in my world. You're a Maytag. Thank you. I appreciate it. You're a Maytag. <laughs> you're a, you're a, you're a washing machine, and you're Thank the you. agitator. You're the in, yeah, in, yeah. In, in the Maytag. You mean like a really good comedian type of guy? <laughs> no, no, no. You're the agitator in the washing machine. I never had. You know what? When I was little, I got woke up out of bed one time, and they were like, "Hey, uh, Dwight Stone. He was a uh, he was a receiver for the Pittsburgh Steelers. They're like, he's uh, who are you telling? He's, I know that he's at your cousin's house. So we, and my dad's a huge Steelers fan. So we all got up like at two in the morning, and we drove to my cousin's house, and we got our picture taken with Dwight Stone. And I thought this you whole like time, your PJs? yeah, 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 yeah. 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 Time out, time out. Yeah. 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 like two o'clock in the morning. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. How far away <laughs> did he live? Oh uh, no, th- 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 it's, we're in a small town, so probably okay, five minutes okay. down the street. So He's, this whole time, like, wake you up two I used to tell everybody, like, I used to tell everybody, like, yeah, my uh, my my cousin was date, she's dating Dwight Stone, so that's like the most famous person. That she wasn't even in my house; she was in my cousin's house. But it turns out, it, my cousin was just getting fucked by Dwight Stone. Like, she wasn't dating. <laughs> <laughs> she, was, she was about to be with him, and I. But when I was little, I was like, yeah, it's okay. about to be crazy. What that about to have a stealer in my family? But, but you, no. you understand how how huge. OSU football huh. is in this city, yeah. and and huh. then when the star of the national championship comes walking into my basement, oh yeah, we gambling and, and drinking, and, and we're shit. gambling yeah. and drinking, and everybody else, you know, and, and this is late, this is late. Now I will say, I will say this: uh, he was a, a perfect gentleman. He was, he was, he was nice. He he seemed excited to be here, but it wasn't the place where he should have been. And I told yeah. my friend, and I'm not saying my friend's name because I don't want to cast any aspersions on word, him. Word. I said, I said, get him out. Get him out. 
Now, after that, my friend who brought him. Can I guess who it is? No, you have no idea. You've already done enough guessing. You've already. I told you I would edit it. No, leave it now. That was six minutes ago. It's good now because I know that Maurice is actually doing some wonderful. He's doing real good shit now. Apparently, well, Jared's just going to say he's coming on the show or what? Well, he's he's he's. With Steve on uh, oh, okay. uh, Lawyer Talk, off the record. On Lawyer Talk. No, another, another podcast. Another yeah, podcast. Give it a plug. What's he a Give lawyer a for? What do you do now? Well, he, it, this is in the past. Oh. Yeah. They, they have, they've worked together. Maurice and my partner no, have, 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 have worked together some, in the past. Yeah, no, he has got a new book somebody, coming out. There is somebody he's, who he's has got a book coming out from and his got, mistakes yes. and has made something of his life after football, where it could have gone down an ugly path. And I did not want to be part of that ugly path. He he made some choices afterwards that that had nothing to do with coming here right. uh, on a Monday night. I just want this to say that for the record. He was he was doing just fine. They're like we gonna make a stop in Dino's house. <laughs> yeah. Whiskey beer, whiskey and business and before and whiskey. Yeah. Business. Remember on this night you couldn't, you couldn't see at the end there was so much smoke. And then, and then here he comes. He comes clearing into the room. Maurice, there, so, there was a the record player I, oh, scratched. I should have I should have done my homework. Stop. I wish I could remember. There was a local, uh, a local rapper here in town that shot a rap video in this basement. In this, what? Right, right here. I can't remember who it was. Uh, I can't remember. How long ago was it? This is this is uh, Bow Wow's from Columbus. Uh, Bow Wow, I would remember that. <laughs> Bow wow. uh, right off the, right off the he was little at right the time, the, but uh, they were looking for for something like this. And and, and uh, oh, King AB. I don't remember. That's I, my little brother. He was rapping back no, in school. No, no, no. I, <laughs> he was not even bad. I, he could I, play. I probably have the CD. So, but they came down here and they shot. Uh, you have the CD. Um, oh, they're like on VHS. 80%, 80%, yeah, they're like on a VHS here. tape. Down and here. it was like, uh, yeah, and it was it was down here and. Uh, they shot it, and, and and blunts were being just, you know, the, the, you think they're smoking here now from me smoking a cigarette. This place was just like... Oh, like, with the Maurice Claret. <laughs> no, no, no. Edit, edit that out. Maytag, Maytag. Edit that out. I was, I was, I watched that uh, when oh, he shit. robbed the dude. And when he robbed him, if you watch his mouth really close... When the dude's laying down, stop it, stop he it. says, stop it. "Whiskey podcast, whiskey business podcast." Dino did this. Stop it. Uh, stop it. Edit that out at no, fifty two fifty two. If you're gonna edit it, if you're gonna edit it, when he <laughs> says that, go, say comedians oh. on South High. <laughs> <laughs> comedians on South High. <laughs> we'll talk about it. When Check us out. We'll talk about. I'm gonna tell you some stories. No, no. I'll tell you a story <laughs> about editing. Uh, comedians on South High. Oh, let's hear this. It doesn't seem like you yes. edited, edited much at all. No, no, And that's why I like it. And that's some truth to that joke. It's, it's what? That editing joke you just made about our podcast. Yeah, what You about said it? it seems like we don't edit it at all. There, you know how you said there's truth to my jokes? There's yeah. truth behind that. Is that how you feel about the podcast? Do you feel like we don't edit it enough? No, I feel now. like I feel like it's I I it, when We're I listen perfect. to it, it doesn't sound edited We're at all. Perfect. It sounds pure. I, that's why I love it. Oh, okay, because it's in the moment. Settle down, Tiger. <laughs> it's in the moment. Settle down. It's <laughs> well, and that's why we. Uh, I think we all like this platform, is because you know, we, radio. You get these two minute segments. You got to right. talk about. Yes, yeah. right. you can't right, say right, fuck. Right. I've been these cussing podcasts, the whole you can do time. These guys you want. vocally sword fight every. Every it Wednesday don't be night. that. We just be we be <laughs> so. But I, no, we I, mean, be no, so I love excited it. I mean, about the great. topics. Well, but you guys, you guys do get excited. And then, yeah, then excited he comes like, okay, no, okay, I, okay, that's Bobby, that, okay, that, there, there's a there's <laughs> a there's a purity to it that's just that that cuts through in every podcast I listen to. So well now, done. And, and you were talking about last one with Jr. I love the way the show ended. But I don't want to kill you because you were going to bring some stuff up on it. But I loved how that last show ended. Go on. I think it was great. Well, he, he gave a mad shout out to you guys because when I was listening through it, because and, and that was the best show because I'm going to tell you what I did take out two coughs. There was two was major it. Bobby coughs that were going on. There were too much. And one time I had to cut out you eating that piece of pizza, even though he told a really funny fucking joke. Oh, whoa. But Bye. he was like this. <laughs> No, speaking like, of nobody listen to this pizza you beating. Did a, you did it the other day at the beginning of the podcast. You I were did. Kenny was just all oh. up in the mic eating. Oh, it's I'll, like I'll, don't you loud ass eaters. I'll do better. Hey, but I have a bold ass suit. But Jr. at the end was like this. Said that that he looked up to you guys and and they followed you guys and and he gave a mad shout out to Jason. Kenny and Bobby. But and, you guys and, also know, gave him there. a mad shout out earlier on in the podcast True. where you said he's one of the funniest guys in Columbus that nobody no. knows about. And Bobby and it's not even just it's not even just 
He's um he's just like like I work with like anytime me and uh Jr. Junior kind of started around the same time we came on a little after me, and um <clears throat> he's just such it's fire and it comes almost out of nowhere. I'm not gonna let that cough, I'll cough out by the way. <laughs> no, I'll leave that no, cough no. We keep all the I cough shit. a lot. I cough a lot. I cough, cough off more than you. <laughs> well, and, but like if you go back to listen to early whiskey business episodes, I edit the fuck out of them. You got like little like and now I'm like now I'm, I'm now, really now it's, it's coming around and and when they had Jr. on there yeah, yeah. and and it went so smoothly, man. That show was 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 funny, full of love. And it, it, it and honesty. It was, it was. It really was. It had it was a, a lot of honesty show. in it. What, which, which all of your podcasts do. That's what. That's one of the things I love about it is that you know it's 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 honest, it's sincere, and it's funny because you guys are just it's it's literally friends sitting around sitting around talking on a, on a weekly basis as opposed uh, to this one which has different guests on a regular basis. But I try. To keep that element, but of, and you I, can't, I explained you can't this. I explained this to Jason going. too. We talked earlier at the beginning of the show about this, the jokes and your sets and going back and repeating it. I said, "Man, when people listen to this, they get new bits every week. You yeah, know, they, the they're they're buying your show because they, they want to see the same jokes. They do, and every now and then you throw in a new one. And they're like, oh, that was sweet. I knew the rest.' And and I've seen them, and I still laugh every single time that I go right. see a show. I know the jokes, but I laugh every time." But the thing with the podcast is that they get unwritten, unscripted, and there's jokes there. There's there's a ton of them, and uh, that that's an different addition. a different kind of humor, kind of the bullshit amongst friends as opposed yeah, to. Yeah. Uh, well, let me let me. It's, it I'll, might be what people actually think they're doing on stage. Yes, right, <laughs> right. Because I mean, we're not scripted. We don't have topics. We literally come in and turn on the mic and and, then and, and like what, why is Bobby like you say that like you. Podcast, it's not easy. Everybody listens to podcasts. Oh, I could do a podcast. I'm gonna start my own podcast. Mm-hmm. But like, you still gotta have talent to be able to right do a podcast. Yeah. Except, I mean, well, except uh, for us. No, 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 no. <laughs> you gotta, we, we, no, we. <laughs> Uh, we have a oh, shut up. Right. I'm gonna tell you guys right now that uh, this is this is gonna be as I as I thought it might be a two parter. So I'm gonna ask a couple more questions and we're gonna take a break and then start into the second half before it's all said and done. But uh, my my first couple of questions before we wrap up this first segment is, um, in respects to your stand up, all right. There's jokes and but. Do you base most of your humor on your life experiences? And is that what you draw from? Or sometimes do you just come across something that you think is funny and you can make a joke out of it? What I guess what I'm trying to say is what do you determine to be the success of what you're doing on stage? What are you drawing from? Either one of you go first. I don't care. Go ahead, Bobby. No, go ahead. Yeah, I should go first. Yeah, David, you should go first because you're ahead, the David. most famous. Go ahead, David. Go ahead. I'll let you know when you can talk. Go ahead, David. <laughs> We're all drinking the juice now. I love it. So, uh, uh, for me, it's both, man. When I think about it, um, I've never caught my parents in the act, but I have a joke about catching my parents having sex. And, and that's the one that's been on uh, on True TV. That's, yeah. Uh, that's, which, by the way, they do a they do a great job of uh, reenacting of reenacting, and a lot of them do their own reenactments. I don't live in L.A. and they film this like throughout months. Like if I'm if for that they would have had me at one point, but plus they had the dad in the bed. Like I don't want to be on TV. With my, I'm a little guy. I don't want my shirt off, my little bony ass <laughs> chest on national TV. But they did do that. But also in the same season. They did a joke. Uh, they did my haunted house joke. Where right, I, I saw went, that one too. And so that's that's a true story though. So for that one, uh, when after college, my wife, my wife, I was with my wife. I was dating her, and her mom got us a job at Six Flags, and we worked the haunted house. <laughs> and I would, I oh, this was for the summer. And I, I would honestly that. get there. They get there, and they would uh, dress us up. I didn't have to dress up too much because I just had this weird ass mask I put on. But when I, I'd have to walk in the front of the haunted house and walk through the the whole thing to get to the graveyard and every room I walk in, it would freak me out. And I'd kind of look in like, yo, I'm coming. Like, don't, don't I'm, like, not a, yeah. I'm, not, I'm not a customer. Yeah, I walk yeah. here like, don't fuck out. So I, so I used to be scared at haunted house. Like when I finally got to my section, I could be cool, but just walking through it, <laughs> I hated it. So I wrote about that. And you know what's crazier is I, <laughs> the saddest part about the haunted house, I also worked the very front. So you would walk in. It was me and my <laughs> wife. We was a team. We people would walk in. <laughs> What was she? You was a so, werewolf. She so, was no, I didn't just. The werewolf goes with that. Okay. Uh, so this part, uh, 
she just had her face painted like this zombie, but she had this loud thing that made this noise. And people would come in, they didn't know where to go, and they start walking in the hall, and she'd pop out. She'd hit this thing, and they'd jump. And then she'd point up to where I was at, and I was up in the air, right? And there was just like this mirror that would come <laughs> down. in the air. There's a spin? I'm, no, I'm, 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 sta- I'm on this like ladder thing, and there's this mirror. So what it looks like to them is it looks like there's a torso, and you can see my hands and my head, but you couldn't see my body because I'm behind right. this mirror. So it looks like it's just a torso floating there with a head. It looked cool as shit. And then I would basically give them, shit. I'd give them like... these rules and send them on their way. But even then, I was trying to be funny. I was saying hacky ass shit like even Stevie Wonder can see this is scary. <laughs> <laughs> Bro, and I would, but listen, so one time, one time this group walks in. This is, this is no lie. So this group walks in and my wife pop around the corner. She hit that loud ass thing. They all jump. She point up and I start saying my little bit. Welcome to whatever. And the ladder go. And when the ladder goes, it's just me holding on to this mirror, bro. And my hands all off the torso. Bro, I'm I'm still trying to finish. Like, yeah, Stevie Wonder can see. It's scary. You're still, you're still staying committed. Committed to the I mean, my to wife. The my wife comes to the back and she puts the ladder back for me. <laughs> Climbed oh, up on it. We kept going, bro. Oh, oh man. I my money back. Like, hey, I'm not a real zombie or whatever. Like, oh, I am not a real zombie. Oh, I'm speeding behind the curtain. I want my money back. That is funny. You know what's crazy? It ain't no Wizard of Oz. It's just a little man. Here's what gave it away, though, was, was so the sense his torso's down and his mirror's there. The mirror makes it look like there's a torso, but when I fell, all this, and I had to put my hands down, now they know it's a mirror. Now, now they see everything. They see my hair reflection off the mirror. They see the fear in my eyes. And, and now they like, oh, this shit is fake. I don't want to go through it anymore. This, this house is, isn't really haunted. This house is really haunted. This is bullshit. for a second there. This is bullshit. Floating, floating. Uh, man. Get, floating, pony man. <laughs> let me just say... Thank God, thank God that there was a partner with me, my wife, who used to come around because what if she wasn't there? That group would have walked in, I would have fell halfway through and be like, hey, go get the manager. Get them. Go down front. There's a guy in orange. His name's Mike. Get him. They'd be like, ah! That's the door. That's the door right there. That's the door. Open that door. That's the door right there. Hey, go put the ladder under my legs. Yeah, this scary guy needs some help. I don't like him. Oh, it'd be so bad. Now, see, now, now I would have thought also that the bit you talk about catching your parents in the act, I would have thought that that was actually that would have come from your life. That seemed like an actual true experience because you 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 portray it so sincerely. I mean, so when I say that some of the stuff that you do comes from real life, because everything in my act is steeped in real life. You know, I never did joke jokes. I never did Taco Bell jokes or you know whatever was going on currently. Well, uh, that's not true because I do joke about. Uh, Hashtag me too right love, now, but, but I but but also I apply it to to myself and how right. it's affected me. But that seemed like it came from a real deal. Wow. You know, what? it came from. I feel like it came from another joke that I wrote that is real stupid. Where I was this also not a true story, but just about <laughs> I was just talking about maybe this guy having sex with this girl, but I'm in the room. Right, and so the whole time he's right. sitting there like, "Yo, what's my name? What's my name?" But she wouldn't say it, so I just said, so the, "I was like, do wrong, okay. hey you." And so that was like, I think it'd be funnier if this is like me catching someone and I'm more That's worried, no. you know. So I think it's it changed up from there. But it's brilliant. And Bobby, what about you? Because I, well, like I said, I've seen both of you repeatedly, mm. and both of you were on the premise as well, and and both of you, it seemed to me anyway that when you talked about what you talked about, it seemed like it came from a real place. So with yeah. Bobby. Yeah, like the the most of the stuff, the the um the premise of of what I wanna talk about is real. You know what I mean? Right. Um a big section of what I talk about is how much how much better of how much better than me my wife is. And she really is. And so I'm so I might I might embellish a little bit to make that point. You know what I mean? That's where the the maybe the 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 little white lies come in, you know. But I want to make that point that she's she's better than me, and I don't know why she's with me. 
Comedy is steeped in truth, but as you know, you as we, well, it, it, it's embellished and exaggerated. Home. Yeah, because yeah, yeah. that well, that that's where the humor comes in. You, yeah. you take advantage of a situation, and the truth is funny. The truth is funny, the and, and as funny. comedians, you exaggerate the truth you or embellish the truth. Yeah. You, you, you be, that's a great you way to say it. you beef it up a little bit. bit. Yeah, yeah, but uh, but no, that's yeah. Most of my stuff is uh, is just from my life and. Uh, and I'll, like we talk about, beef it up just to try to make it a little more funny if I can. And do whatever I can to make it funny if it can be believable. Because if it ain't believable, it ain't going to be funny. Um, do you find, be... you find, either one of you, do you find that you come across stuff that you've done on stage that 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 rang false and you no longer do it? I used to try to keep up with the whole, um, like when I got married, I used to try to keep up with the whole... Not dating, but the differences and different type of try to try to ride that train mm-hmm. of the whole different type of experiences with different type of people, but you can't really talk about that and being married. You know what I mean? So you got to kind of leave one behind. You could try to bring it up and say when I used to date, you know, but then it just looks like you're going for laughs, or at least that was my experience and I didn't get any traction with it. So I had to pick a lane. I had to either talk about dating or that's, I had to talk about that's an being married. Not chose being point. married. Yeah, because yeah. that's where you're at. That's where I'm at. Yeah, that's right, where I'm at right, in my right, life. Right, right, right. Yeah, that's where I'm getting the most success. Let me ask you both this question: as 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 far as being um, uh, black comedians, mm-hmm. uh, and do you try to in your humor? Capitalize on the stereotypes or dismiss them? Um, I mean, I try to capitalize on them. I'm trying to make you laugh. Whatever I got to do. Whatever. And, um, so most people like, in my experience, I tell a joke when I'm in a, when I have a, if, I, if I'm in a group of white people, I tell a joke about how this might be an auction. And, uh, <laughs> and then, you know, it's, and people, people like it because you can see it. You understand it. You ain't necessarily got to agree. So I want to make you laugh, and if I gotta exploit a cheesy ass stereotype to do it, if you laugh genuinely, I'm gonna do it. <laughs> you know, what I'm, I'm a I'm a whore for these laughs. To be honest with you, I I don't think I try to capitalize on it, but I think just because uh just because how I grew up, it just I feel like certain things are funny to me, so I so I use some race related things. Like my mom was white, but my dad's <clears throat> black. But uh, I used to do a lot of stuff with my mom, so I feel like. Uh, I would be at school and my friends would see shows, movies I'd never seen. They'd be talking about like the five heartbeats. And I'd never seen the five heartbeats. <laughs> I saw the five heartbeats. But, I, but, I, but I've seen Grease plenty of times, right? <laughs> I know, you do so, talk about yeah, Grease. So I, 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 I could tell you all about Grease. So they could tell me like, yo, I can't believe like old dude died in that movie. And I'd be sitting there like, well, I can't believe the pink ladies were so mean to Sandy when she first joined. Like, <laughs> well, on, the like recent podcast, you know, on the recent podcast, I heard you... Trying to push Celine Dion on Lust these boys. Oh, oh, first day. fucking podcast. Listen. Yeah, bro. It's going to be an all reoccurring and thing. I, and, and, and I'm as white as they get, and <laughs> I don't care no, for no. Celine Dion. You don't Dion. know. She has the most beautiful voice. She has a beautiful you voice. You listen to it, bro. And, and, and listen, if you... And it's not even it's not even the Titanic song. It's it's <laughs> all, all coming... All no, no, it's not all of them. It's all coming it's back, all to, coming me back to, to me now, now bro. That, that one is, speaks to you. That one is That such one speaks a, to you. It's feel, such why a good does that song. one speak to you? You know what? Why? Why? I don't know. You know what? Listen to this. I want to. I was I was dating this girl. And this... and this You know, whenever you date girls in high school, you go, always have a song man uh, we always yeah. had songs and this one was our uh, song uh, the Aerosmith Armageddon song for me by the way yeah yeah, yeah that's um, um, we talking about oh it's Aerosmith yeah you uh, know uh, yeah. whatever that's I don't want to miss sorry, a thing yeah no I got yeah. you I, no no I don't want to miss a thing crazy oh Bobby's voice now listen a lot of people like that but doesn't this sound so much better if they sing anymore, we have to pay I royalties. Get, I get, so, okay, uh, my bad. I get going, man. I get going. You got to stop me. I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, Celine Dion. We passed the moment, but you know. I like felt so it. You know when I feel it, I gotta go. You gotta go. You gotta go. It's, it's, it's real. It's here. It's, it's, yeah. it's Freebird. It's here. It's Freebird. It's, 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 it's called Freebird now. Anytime yeah. Bobby breaks out, he's Freebird. 
uh, so listen, I'll, here's the thing. I have a lot of friends from high school that that follow me, and then I randomly get a message, right? This one girl hit me up, and she says something we talked about. The, oh, she goes, no comedy bingo today. So I know these people are listening to the podcast. Right. So I hope this girl's listening. <laughs> I was dating this girl, and this was our song. It's all coming back to me now. And she... I and we was at this party and we made out this party and I was like, man, I used to fall in love quick. My friends would be like, you fall in love as soon as you start. I do. I'll be in love immediately. You win. And so then she calls me the next day. Such a beautiful song. <laughs> you should play that in the background. Of the he is playing in the background right wonderful. now. So she calls me the next day and this is what she tells me. I'm walking home from the party and this guy jumps out and he was like, she's like, I don't want to say any names. But he was like, you have to break up with Jason or I'm letting your parents know that you're dating a black guy. And that's why she broke up with me. Do I believe that? Hell no. She didn't (laughs) want to be with me no more. Maybe I had bad breath that night when we made out. (laughs) I don't know what happened that made her want to end this shit. But she did that shit and that shit broke my heart. Cause I really, really wanted to be with her, man. We went to we went to fucking Six Flags together. We went <laughs> wait, at, wait, wait, wait! You went to Six Flags together at the school, the same place that you did the haunted house with your with your current wife. Oh, I'm lying, Kennywood. We <laughs> <laughs> in trouble, but you know. Oh no! Did my body oh shit! We knew that John's yeah. worried we were gonna get arrested. Once he hears the voice, he can only stop when the conversation's over. So yeah. So anyway, <laughs> but now you know. I just want her to know I know you were lying. <laughs> and if you weren't lying, then I know it was Mikey. <laughs> so if he's listening, bro, I know you're the one who jumped out. Hey, Mikey. You know what I mean? So either fuck Mikey or fuck Catherine, but either way, uh, both Catherine. y'all. <laughs> All right. We're gonna we're gonna wrap up part one of Comedians on South High here on Whiskey Business. Oh, there's a part two, but before we do that, Hansberry's got some business to share with you. You know, uh, it's, we've got a five-star review uh, right here on uh, on uh, iTunes here. Uh, this is from Max Eck. Dino can make anyone interesting. This podcast has a great mixture of comedy, booze, and life lesson-esque the concoction. Quite the concoction. Quite the concoction. Yeah. Oh, that's nice. Thank you. Who's that from, Max? Max. Thank you, Mac. Max. 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 Thank Eck. you, Max. Anyway, nice. anyway uh, subscribe to Whiskey Business on your favorite podcasting app, including iHeart now, by the way. Yeah, we are, not, we are now on the iHeart app as well. Uh, Instagram, YouTube, uh, Whiskey Business with Dino Tripodis. Uh, click on the uh, subscribe button and then that little bell right next to it mm-hmm. will uh, allow you to uh, uh, like do notifications. So whenever we have a new video that comes you know, out, it pops up right there. Bing. 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 Just like bing? that. Yeah. Or is it a ring? Is it Bing or is it know, a actually, ring? I don't know. Okay. You never listened to the bell, no. have you? All right. <laughs> fair enough. And rate and review us like Max did. Thank you. When we come back on part two. We're going to get into something. We're going to get into a specific word that I heard a lot in the most latest podcast I listened to on Comedians in South High. That's right. On part two, the N-word on Whiskey Business. You know, a lot can happen in seven minutes, and luckily, that's how long it takes me to tell a story. My name is Aaron Califato, and I'm the creator of 7-Minute Stories. I'm proud to partner with Evergreen Podcasts, and I'd like to invite you to join me on this journey. I'm going to take you on some crazy roller coaster rides using my unique extemporaneous storytelling style, and together, we're going to try to make sense of the world, all through the art of storytelling, and all in approximately seven minutes.